Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Saturday, and this is the end of the seventh week after Pentecost. This week, we have focused our attention on the gospel reading for the worship services that we will participate in this weekend, a reading in which Jesus teaches his disciples that life is more than acquiring an abundance of possessions. Our theme for this week has been Jesus' disciples invest in God's kingdom. And we begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hands are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets, but in these last days, God has spoken to us by a son. A reading from Luke chapter 12, beginning this morning at verse 22. Jesus said to his disciples, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, or about your body, what you will wear. For life is more than food, and the body more than clothing. Consider the ravens. They neither sow nor reap. They have neither storehouses nor barns. And yet God feeds them. Of how much more value are you than the birds? And which of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to your lifespan? If then you are not able to do so small a thing as that, why do you worry about the rest? Consider the lilies, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not clothed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, how much more? Will he clothe you, you of little faith? And do not keep seeking what you are to eat and what you are to drink, and do not keep worrying, for it is the nations of the world that seek all these things, and your Father knows that you need them. Instead, seek his kingdom, and all these things will be given you as well. We will not read this section of Jesus' teaching in worship this week or next week, but it does help put all of Jesus' teaching so far in this week into perspective. And it also gives us a chance to see the tenderness and compassion and care that Jesus has for all of us. And so that is why he exhorts us to trust in God's word and God's promise, to trust in him, and not to put our trust or our faith in money or in abundance of possessions. Like so many things in life, we cling to money and our possessions because we are worried and afraid of what will happen to us without them. And we have plenty of examples of what happens when someone does lose their money or loses their job or loses their home or their possessions. And none of those examples are particularly appealing. 
And yet Jesus is serious in teaching us not to worry and to not be afraid, but to instead trust God for all good things necessary for life, to pursue God's righteousness, the way of God's kingdom, and to not get caught up in all the worries and concerns of those who do not yet know God. This is not a call for us to live irresponsible lives without ambition, but it is instead a call for us to question what our responsibilities really are and to reconsider the goals of our ambitions. Instead of accumulating for ourselves and for our families, Jesus teaches us to work diligently and to give generously. Remember the role that the generous welcome and their abundance of hospitality play in revealing the presence of God's kingdom. Remember that ours is to be a life of service and love to God and to neighbor. That earlier teaching is a source of what Jesus says here. Do not worry about what we are to eat or what we are to drink or what we are to wear. That is what the 70 disciples learned when Jesus sent them out to proclaim the kingdom of God. They learned that as they trust in God, God prepares the hearts of others to receive them. And as they give, so they also receive. As we learned earlier, we live interdependent lives. That is what it means to be God's creature and God's good creation. We all depend on plants, on animals, and our fellow human beings for our very lives. This is God's plan and God's good purposes, and what Jesus has come to redeem and to restore. At the end of this week, then, we learn to repent, to change our mind, to change our heart about our dreams of accumulating for ourselves, and to repent also of our despair that leads us to think that we are so alone in this world and that no one is there to help or to look out for us, that we can depend or trust in no one else. To repent of our fear and our worry so that we can believe God's good news of the kingdom. That good news we will hear come ringing off of Jesus' lips at the start of next week's gospel reading. I don't want to leave you hanging. So hear this good news that Jesus says, Have no fear, little flock, for it is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Now doesn't that change everything? In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people to set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, and you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. <clears throat> in the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord, who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church, and for the gift of relationship with others. For what else are we thankful? 
Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for all who work for peace and international harmony, for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction. For who else, for what else do we pray this morning? We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through the night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and our actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom, and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. You have good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.